0: Uh, Hello, my name is Mira Fishman, and you have been listening to Move Your Ass. Um, Now it is time for Gray Matter. Enjoy.
1: Well, uh, it's a little uh, after. Well, it's precisely 6.30 p.m. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwayne. And the Republican convention is over um the man with no name <laughs> morphed into dirty harry
0: <laughs> well i'm not sort of too uh, sure <laughs> like what a little bit there too he
1: uh he uh yeah the the chair thing i don't i don't know where he came up with that and i do want to correct them on one thing it wasn't uh, biden uh, you know he made a reference to uh Uh, Something that made Ann Romney cringe. Um, But uh, that was actually Dick Cheney that that, uh, used that expression. He was caught uh, on tape uh, using that expression in reference to Patrick Leahy a couple years ago. So, um, uh, Clint, you need to find the uh,
0: Geritol pills. Your memory's slipping. Well, it had all the... uh, It made my day, but (laughs) I don't know that... Well, the funny thing is, is that really, uh, it sort of in its, uh, you know, rambling uh, sense uh, upstaged Romney all the same, because the next day, it was just everybody's head-scratching topic of conversation. Right. What the hell was that? But it had all the appearances of an unscripted uh, sort of a, a wingding, an improvisational thing, which clearly, Clint Eastwood's worked with scripts for decades now, and... Uh, some people are not well suited to off the cuff speaking, but I mean, the w- weirdness of the piling on of, uh, uh, of meaning here, you've got the man with no name talking to a, an empty chair, right. which is supposedly the president who's failed, uh, or something. But a lot of the positions that, uh, Clint took, if we can call anything that he said there as uh, having taken a position, uh. We're to the left of the Romney-Ryan platform. Quite. Uh, and um, so at the end of the day, it, it's ultimately very baffling. Was this really a Republican speaker? Um, well, I think that Clint
1: was briefly uh, mayor of, was it Carmel, California, for a couple of years? He was a, quote, Republican, but he ran more uh, the, the, the city more like a kind of an independent, which is really what he is. I mean, it's the liberals that are critical of uh, Obama for not s- shutting down Guantanamo Bay.
0: Right. And still being in Afghanistan. That was and the left's concern, primarily.
1: So, uh, you know, even bringing up Guantanamo, I don't know how that helped Romney in any way, shape, or form. In fact, what was remarkable about this convention was the fact that the only two living Republican presidents were nowhere to be found. Indeed. Um, Bush is probably hiding in Whittaker Chambers's pumpkin patch in a pumpkin no doubt because uh, he doesn't want to be seen at all really uh, and um,
0: so the convention he can a- do no good to the Romney campaign no he his can't presence, uh, even the very mention of his name uh, some of the misstatements of fact in Ryan's acceptance speech are uh, economic woes attributable to the feet of W. So, Indeed. And and some of Romney's
1: claims were just bizarre. I mean, his claim that Obama had, quote, thrown Israel under the bus. I was like, where? When? Uh, of, of course Obama never gave an apology tour. That's ridiculous. Um, so he, he was very off base on a lot of uh, issues. He offered no specifics. None. I mean, there's nothing I can remember from the Romney speech at all except, Maybe his his uh, sarcastic comment about Obama uh, preventing the seas from rising, which is ironic because a hurricane, of course, was yeah. hitting the Gulf Gulf Coast on the anniversary of uh, Katrina, and healing the earth. And he said, "All I want to do is is help your family
0: make jobs."
1: But I'm kind of like, "But what are what are the plans to help anybody's
0: lots of jobs?" Yeah, That's lots of plan. jobs. That's the plan. Lots of jobs.
1: And of course, uh, the uh, sort of Mini deconstruction of the speech showed that compared to McCain, it was essentially the same speech that McCain gave, uh, except that he used the word business more often. Uh, and he mentioned Barack Obama by name more often. Um, everything else, it's very interesting because the New York Times has a kind of a deconstruction of uh, noun usage in uh, comparing the McCain speech to the... Oh, interesting. Uh, Romney's speech, and w- what I circled uh, on this uh, little comparison was that um, they essentially used the same descriptions about everything, except uh, McCain actually talked more about jobs. Uh, excuse me, Romney did talk a little bit more about jobs, but the the main thing that he talked more about was business. And as I keep noting... It's the old
0: canard that uh, legislation favorable to business will automatically, in and of itself, create jobs.
1: Right. And, of course, his his basic plan is just warmed over Reaganomics. Tax cuts, uh, I think the CBO says his tax cuts are, that he's offered thus far... Um, are four times uh, the Bush tax cuts. The Bush tax cuts have failed. Uh, they've been in, in, you know, they've we've been operating under the Bush tax cuts under Obama. It's um, part
0: of the problem with the deficit.
1: Yeah. And uh, he did use the word work a little bit more, uh, but everything else is pretty much almost identical. Um, I'm sure that he used the word coal more often. Because... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Coal, uh, is. Uh, everyone in the Republican Party seems to have a, uh, a descendant that was a coal miner at some point.
0: It's not some newfound love. How drill green baby, was my valley. <laughs> right. Drill, baby, drill, no longer operative. Let's take it back to coal mining.
1: Or everybody knows Roddy McDowell one way or another. I'm surprised he wasn't mentioned. Uh, that, by the way, is a, a fabulous movie. If you ever get a chance to see uh, How Green Was My Valley uh, with a young, young Ruddy McDowell.
0: Well, other uh, oddities and bits of weirdness from the convention, of course. Um, although that that Clint Eastwood one's going to take a while to sort of. Well, that's what everyone's going to uh, remember exactly. <laughs> um, and I don't know what it's what it's going to do for Clint's new movie, which is just out, I think, very soon. But uh, whatever his personal politics are, I'm sure we all love Clint Eastwood's body of work. So this is where you divide the uh, person from the message. But. Uh, to me, uh, the the big laugh sensation uh, of the Republican convention was marching out the good old Oak Ridge Boys. So oh, good. That was uh, a real jaw-dropper there. <laughs> I thought they were gone, long gone. Uh, they didn't sing Elvira, but they did a, uh, a rousing rendition uh, of America the Beautiful. Lots of folks taking their hats off. Not officially the national anthem, but uh, a, a broad gesture of Uh, Enthusiastic patriotism all the same to doff one's cap during America the Beautiful as a statement of your love.
1: And, of course, you know, the media has, I think, appropriately taken Paul Ryan to task on many of his uh, inaccurate statements or inaccurate impressions. I think one of the troubling things, by the way, is the continuing distortion about Medicare, what it is, how the program works. It is a social insurance program. Um, It is complicated, it's got uh, problems, but it is not underfunded uh, at the moment. The real uh, medical uh, government-funded program that needs uh, attention is Medicaid, but there's no discussion of Medicaid. Um, Medicare can simply be, uh, you know, they can increase uh, insurance uh, rates that... Seniors pay. There are several parts to Medicare that the Republican Party doesn't seem to understand. Medicare, of course, was created uh, during the Great Society, and uh, there are now four parts to Medicare, uh, including Plan C, which was uh, uh, developed in 1997 under the Clinton administration, and Plan D, um, which was the unfunded Bush Part D, Uh, it's not Plan D, Part D, Um, the prescription drug benefit that uh, uh, the legislation passed in 2003, and it wasn't paid for. Um, uh, Ryan, uh, by the way, made another bizarre comment about the Simpson-Bowles Commission. He was on the Simpson-Bowles Commission, and he voted against the the recommendations. Why? Because the Simpson-Bowles Commission actually uh, endorsed the idea of uh, tax increases combined with spending cuts, which is what Obama's position is. He made the claim that Obama had, quote, ignored the, the, the recommendations. In fact, that's actually been at the heart of what Obama's been arguing about for the entire year.
0: Well, it's also at the heart of the problem uh, faced by the country, uh, the inertia at the uh, congressional level uh, to uh, do anything like compromise.
1: And, and for the record, uh, just uh, from a book uh, that I read several years ago, I've got several books on health care, but one of the more interesting books that I read um, within the last six months to kind of, in my own mind, keep, uh, keep track of uh, the inaccuracies regarding the discussion surrounding the so-called Affordable Care Act, uh, you need to bone up on other aspects of our fractured health care system. And Grace Boudreau, um, whose book is entitled Our Unsystematic Healthcare System, uh, is a uh, registered nurse. Uh, she was at one point. She may, may uh, have another occupation at this point. But she does an outstanding job, I think, in this book. Uh, this was published in 2012 by Roman Littlefield Publishers. Out of uh, Lantham, Maryland, they do sort of academic-style books that are uh, well footnoted, well documented, and whatnot. And she goes into the history of healthcare in the United States and discusses uh, options for the future and what uh, needs, you know, what's good and bad about the so-called Affordable Healthcare Act. That's the first part of her book. But she's got a very interesting chapter on Medicare, and I wanted to read just a couple of things here. Um. As of 2010, Medicare enrolled 47 million, 47 and a half million people. It had an income of 486 billion and expenditures of 523 billion. It's not a massive deficit. Those are premiums that people are paying. They're coming out of the, uh, the out of people's paychecks. Uh, there is a 1.45 percent deduction from an employee's uh, check plus a 1.45% contribution on the part of the employer. So this is a social insurance uh, program that's funded by taxpayers. It's not in crisis. 1.45% those rates can be very easily increased with virtually no uh, uh, onerous burden on taxpayers and or businesses.
0: Well, that's just it right there. The nub of the gist is from the uh, business chamber of commerce uh, perspective, any pressure on business at all is seen as unwanted. Right. And cutting into uh, bottom lines and profits uh, which of course all go to shareholders. So you can see how the system is rigged from within to uh, call these things onerous burdens which are in fact everybody sharing the burden.
1: Yeah. And that's not even 3%. And by the way this funds Part A of uh, Medicare. Uh, Medicare is uh, you know as I say it's a it's a complex uh, partial uh, social insurance program Part B quoting from uh, grace Budrus again is funded through a deduction of the enrollees Social Security check if and when a person signs up for it until recently everyone paid the same amount as of 2011 the amount linked to income level. Um, the deduction for persons whose income is under $85,000 per year is $115.40 per month. There are five income levels for those with the highest income level. That is over $214,000. The mo- monthly deduction is um, $369.10. Um, so once again, this is paid for by taxpayers. Part B is, uh, also covers, quote, durable medical equipment, rental of hospital type bed, and certain non-durables. The Medicare plan does not cover a number of things that you might expect it to cover, like long-term nursing home care after 100 days. That, by the way, is paid for by Medicaid. This is the discussion that we need to be having in the United States because of the obvious demographic problem regarding the baby boomers. And if Paul Ryan, uh, who's a man of big ideas,
0: cares about his mother or anyone else's.
1: Yeah, and we learned that Ann Romney loves her husband. Um, Shocking. These were the themes of the Republican uh, 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 platform.
0: Well, love and respect. Chris Christie's respect.
1: Yeah. uh, His speech, I think, didn't mention Romney for 12 minutes or something. Right. That was the criticism of it. It was all about him. Well, he's an oversized personality, to say the least. And uh, as Paul Krugman pointed out, he's not talking too much about how successful he's managing the New Jersey economy. They have a 9.8% unemployment rate, the fourth highest in the country.
0: Yeah, but Jersey Shore is a big hit, and all the slang is, uh, is big, so.
1: Of course, the ones that are higher are Mississippi and South Carolina, also run by yeah. rising stars of the Republican Party. <laughs> um, well, we'll get back to that, as Grace Boudreaux says. Uh, Medicare does not pay for dental care, hearing aids, and hearing exams. Routine eye care and most eyeglasses or such necessities as adult diapers. Clint Eastwood (laughs) has to buy his own adult diapers. Maybe that's what the empty chair was for. There you go. That is a possibility I hadn't considered. So, these are the facts. Uh, And uh, one of the interesting... Facts. We're not going to let fact-checking get in the way of our... uh, that was, the most, that was the most profound thing I uh, uttered all week. Indeed. A Romney spokesman, and it was echoed by John Zanunu, uh, former uh, chief of staff under H.W. Bush, who also seemed to be absent from the convention. Uh, I expected him to drop in on a parachute right. or something, something dramatic.
0: Like the Queen,
1: supposedly, did at the Olympics. As for uh, um, Mitt Romney's uh, continuing theme of... Uh, economic woe and doom and gloom. It's been pointed out repeatedly that the United States' economy is performing significantly better than all the European countries uh, at technical levels. It's interesting to note, by the way, that on the uh, 31st of August, uh, they have an, uh, a, a chart showing retail sales uh, for the year. And while they're not spectacular, they're, they're up. They're, you know, they're they're solid. They're between 2 and 4% almost every single month. In fact, the headline states, brisk sales of items for schools, boy, stores. Um, okay, we're going to have three more uh, jobs reports before the election. Uh, we're going to have three debates. Uh, I'm leaving aside the Ryan Biden um, uh, debate, but... Uh, you know, this is what the election's going to come, come down to. And I think, uh, you know, Obama this week, later in the week when he gives his speech, uh, I can't imagine that Biden is going to say anything terribly interesting. But I think that Obama needs to explain to the American people what he's done. He needs to point out about the abuse of the filibuster by Mitch McConnell, for instance, and point out that he is the adult in the room that's actually trying to deal with the problems. This idea that Obama doesn't have leadership that's not the problem. The, you know the problem is is that we, we, we have the Republican Party is, is fractured, and what will be fascinating uh, in the aftermath of this election because I still think Obama's going to win narrowly. It's going to be close. Obama has a slight lead in many of the key swing states, and um, Medicare, this this whole plan of Ryan and Romney, which is Vague in some ways, and
0: s- the women's vote is
1: going to be pr- pretty substantial and significant this time, yeah, uh, you know you have the baggage of of Todd Aiken, the congressman from
0: whom Carl Rove is threatening to cut his throat. did you hear that? Oh, he's going to murder him outright, huh yeah, Carl uh, Rove made a joke about uh Todd Aiken quote being found mysteriously murdered. uh don't blame me if that should happen. he's since apologized, but the full quote was. We should sink Todd Aiken. If he's found mysteriously murdered, don't look for my whereabouts.
1: Well, it sounds like it's right out of the Richard Nixon uh, p- uh, playbook of, yeah. uh, of dirty tricks. Um, so, yeah, I think that Obama needs to explain to the American people, you know, hope and change. Well, look, folks, uh, hope and change went out the window with the economic crisis. Hope and change was a campaign slogan that Obama came up with in 2007, but it's quite clear that the Wall Street banking crisis was unraveling in March of 2008, when George Bush was president, and Hank Paulson, formerly CEO of Goldman Sachs, was desperately working behind the scenes to get the Wall Street banks to keep funding the pyramid scheme, the house of cards, the debt situation, the overnight loans, in fact, in March of 2008, uh, Paul Ryan can't remember back that far. He can remember Howdy Doody and Dudley Do Right, which uh, struck me as the kind of the themes of the week. And by the end of the Still week,
0: young for Howdy Doody.
1: I've concluded that uh, Mr. Bean picked Eddie Munster, <laughs> since Dirty Harry was brought on. That's <laughs> As another TV character of nostalgia. Um, The recession, by the way, began in December of 2007, November of 2007. This is pinpointed by economic analysts. This is when the housing crisis was beginning to unravel.
0: That's uh, well before the uh, election.
1: Yeah, the banking crisis was unraveling at uh, warp speed in 2008 while George Bush was president. Um, Or on vacation. Yeah, or looking under the desk for those weapons of mass destruction, as he jokingly uh, conveyed to the American people. Um, so it, it might be nice if, if, if amnesia would be set aside for once. And I think that Obama needs to explain. It's a salesmanship job that he's had difficulty with, I think. He's an outstanding orator, perhaps the second greatest of our generation, after Martin Luther King. Um... But I think there's something missing in in Obama's presentation that that I've never been able to put my finger on, because he's a very smart fellow. Uh, There's no doubt about that. And by the way, to appreciate that Obama had far more uh, understanding of the impending financial crisis, it's very useful to read, um oh, and I don't have that title with me, doggone it. Well, I'm going to recommend a book next week um, that that you should read to appreciate Obama's understanding of the economic situation that that he was inheriting. Because it goes into the uh, meetings that were held in uh, Washington in September of 2008, uh, a couple of months before he ever was elected, about the impending crisis, Paulson, congressional leaders, etc., And John McCain had no understanding of any of what was going on. Uh, He was still looking for his space helmet somewhere. So um, I'll I'll bring that book in next week because it's outstanding in terms of its analysis of uh, Obama's uh, awareness of the situation. This is why Barack Obama uh, developed the stimulus plan, by the way. This is why... um, he uh, improved on the bailout of General Motors and Chrysler. A plan, by the way, that Bush and Paulson started. So we didn't hear too much about the car industry uh, other than uh, yeah. Mitt uh, learned a few things from his dad along the way. Personal stuff. Well, um, if, if you know, you're spending time... Six years after you've been running for president twice to still sort of explain to the American people who you are and what your vision is uh, You're the leader that's failed you're you're the dude in the empty chair,
0: <laughs> right? Well, maybe it's just not that interesting or compelling a story uh, Or certainly very sympathetic. There's a couple of uh, Worthy our cover articles in the uh, September Harper's magazine that I'll mention to uh, 50 shades of gray Mitt Romney is bad fiction Uh, sort of uh, tagging along on the campaign trail, some very uh, revelatory things there, and a piece by Thomas Frank on how the Republicans have attacked Obama at his strengths uh, as a sort of a conciliator. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, that's the direction that the country needs for uh, real progress to occur, is for agreements to be made for some point plan of action to uh, be engaged upon uh, and their refusal to do so. I also started reading some Ayn Rand this week because I'd only ever read things about her, and so I started reading Anthem, and it baffles me how anyone who could call themselves, uh, uh, let alone a Christian, but uh, specifically a uh, Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. t- who could subscribe to the ideas put forth by Ayn Rand is is either uh, not very smart or not at all Catholic. Well, she probably was raised Russian Orthodox well, she and then, was, then and rejected. She rejected all yeah, religion. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, it's very clear why this is sort of uh, become a popular book with those who see themselves as uh, ascending to the uh, business elite class, uh, her central concerns of uh, egoism and uh, so-called objectivism. Uh Sort of bare and, and very thin as ideology, uh, prose style. I won't say too much about because well, that's not really what we're here for. But uh.
1: well, it's interesting that that Romney and McCain mentioned God uh, almost the identical number of times in their two speeches. But McCain mentioned war twice as much as Romney mm. did. Uh, Romney didn't talk
0: too much about war. Though he, uh, he did the last time he spoke at the convention, uh, not cl- clearly as the candidate, but it'd be interesting to look at Romney's speech at the 2008 uh, convention because it was a classic red meat birch society. You know, we must attack our enemies abroad. Approach. Yeah. And, and, of course, he,
1: he did make some comment about uh, Iran uh, with respect to the Obama administration, quote, uh, allowing them to proceed forward with their nuclear program. This is just false. Uh, There are nuclear inspectors on the ground uh, still. Um, There are negotiations going on uh, internationally regarding Iran, but I have never uh, subscribed to the theory that Iran, or Iran, whatever you prefer, is going to attack uh, Israel with nuclear weapons. That's just silly. It's a silly idea. But it is being promoted, and there's been a lot of uh, very... um, Irrational talk in uh, the last couple of weeks about Bibi Netanyahu starting a, a, quote, preemptive war against Iran before
0: the presidential elections. He's, you know, openly admitted uh, that he favors a Romney uh, presidency.
1: And if I were the president of the United States, I'd be on the phone and tell him um, you will be cut off immediately if you do anything of the sort. Uh, believe it or not, it was Ronald Reagan uh, at one point that had to call up uh, Menachem Begin mm-hmm. regarding the Lebanese situation uh, in which uh, Reagan uh, unwisely uh, projected American power back into Lebanon for You're about right. the 28th time in in, uh, in the 20th century by various Western countries. And, of course, that led to the eventual um Marine barracks truck bombing in October of 1983. Reagan promptly started the Grenada War the next day. Uh, If there's any discussion about war from Obama, he should outline more details about the accelerated plan of withdrawing from Afghanistan. And then if he wishes to go to war against a country, I recommend the Cayman Islands. There (laughs) seem to be trillions of dollars of unpaid taxes lurking in bank accounts down there. By the wealthy people around the world. The BBC noted a couple of weeks ago that uh, the estimated revenue that's missing from the economic global system is $31 trillion, uh, more than the combined GDPs of the United States and Japan. These are the Mitt Romneys of the world who have continued to create um, evasive Tax avoidance
0: is well, have the so much money euphemism that they need to that, hide it. Yeah. Because there, there's no practical way to legitimize that vast concentration of wealth. And while I'm sure he talked quite a bit about taxes uh, in his speech,
1: uh, I guess he didn't quite mention the word tax uh, as often as McCain. That's interesting. Because he has a tax problem. Uh, he has not revealed... The details from these uh, missing years here. And, of course, uh, tax experts are now concluding that he's hiding stuff. Of course he's hiding stuff. That's why he paid those wealthy accountants
0: and lawyers to figure these things out. He's a success, though. (coughs) Well, uh, how much uh, gas is left in the tank? Is there, what, 10 weeks now before the election? Uh, The Democrats have their convention this week. Uh, There's always uh, seemingly a bit of a boost from a convention, but there's still a ways to go. Uh, Lots of potential uh, heavy blunders for Dim Mitley and uh, just random happenstance. Yeah, and as for Paul Ryan, of course, his voting record is going to be I'm sure more scrupulous. His, his durability over the pressure cover yeah. of the next 10 weeks is going to be on trial as well. I
1: think he'll hold up much better than Palin because I think he's just a more polished professional liar. Uh, Palin was just a, <laughs> a, a blithering idiot and that wasn't vetted properly at all, but then neither was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> because what was interesting about the, the Clint Eastwood thing was they, quote, trusted him. They didn't look at his...
0: Oh, yeah, you're not going to call out, well, what are you going to actually do? No, 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 whatever he does, it'll be great. Right.
1: <laughs> Confidence. That's what I call leadership.
0: Indeed. <laughs> Handing
1: over the convention to a man with an empty chair.
0: <laughs> it'll be great.
1: Trust me. Uh, it, it, remarkable. Uh, because, unfortunately, I think for Mitt Dimley, that's going to be the <laughs> what we remember about the 2008 Republican convention in in Tampa, other than the fact that they did postpone one day of it, which right. I, I think is a you know, it was interesting that the Democrats in advance had already decided they were only doing three days. And I think they don't work the way they used
0: to, they don't need that time. Yeah. And it's, uh,
1: I think they should go to the three day yeah. plan. Um, and uh, I don't know. They, I, I kept wondering, are there any women in the crowd? You know, no, 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 no. Yes, they found all available women and put them on stage at one point or another right, to uh, burnish Mitt Romney's prob- uh, problems with the so-called gender uh, gap. We'll see how that uh, uh, develops. And as for Mitt Romney, interesting to note that uh, compared to John McCain, he mentioned the American Dream 21 times. John McCain only three. So there was another theme that he uh, pumped up a little bit, but what does the American Dream mean? Well, you got to be sleeping, right? I mean, it 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 it's always been a vague term to me.
0: Well, it means what whoever's using it is trying to sell. Exactly. Quite frankly, and <laughs> that's me- all it's ever meant. Uh, noble aspirations. Uh, sure, we got them. And of course, you know he
1: uh, Romney Jump did did address this issue of success. Uh, we uh, are at the top of the hour here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I'd like to thank Andrew for engineering once again.